Hello everyone and welcome to the Brand Veda Talk Show. Hello everyone, my name is Naman Jain and you are watching the Brand Veda Talk Show. Today we've got uh, the man himself, Dr. Nitin Shankar Pillai. And he has been a great influence in my life. He has been a very inspi- inspiring personality for me because uh, he was obviously the teacher uh, in my college days and uh, the way he spoke, the way he reacted, everything I looked up to him and uh, today if I have this kind of English, even if it's not as good, but yeah, it is because of him and his influence. So he's an an assistant professor in uh, faculty of business administration of GLS University. He's earned his master's master in English, MA, right? Is that right? Yes. Yeah, master's in English in St. Xavier's College in Ahmedabad, followed it up with postgraduate diploma in teaching English uh, from EFL University Hyderabad, specializing specializing in uh, English English language teaching with specific focus on language testing and assessment. PhD from Gujarat University for his work in alter, alternative language assessment strategies, which builds on his previous investigation into the concepts of higher order thinking skills and language assessment as part of his master's philosophy title. He has also certified in language assessment by University of Maryland, Baltimore and in integrating critical thinking skills and exploration of culture in EFL setting by world by world learning SIT graduation institute USA. Alright, this is this is quite a lot. Uh, so how are you? I'm I'm great. I'm great. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. <laughs> that that is that is something massive. I mean, you've been studying about English and basically communications a lot. This is something that I know of. So, kafi sari chiza apne kiye hai sir, or that is very impressive. And the way you talk, the way you uh, convert your idea in your language is really really uh, impressive. I mean, for the first for for, for hearing it for the first time. It was like we had an incident, if you remember. Someone, someone said a said a word to you, and you were like all on for. A... I think that's that's the early impressions. You know, early imprints. You decide on or you figure out what your aptitude is, and then you try to develop on that as much as you can. So yes, probably, probably the entire journey into communication also happened because of that. Because that was one thing that I'm good at. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not good at maths, so obviously, <laughs> once you once you understand what you're good at, you gravitate towards it, and that's um, end up being a lifelong learner. That's good. yeah, yeah. Well, uh, always uh, impressed by your speaking skills and communication skills. To start with, uh, with this podcast, we'll go about uh, certain topics, obviously, and as we've discussed, so storytelling and marketing and how it affects people. Can you can you tell something about that? So uh, now people are realizing this concept that storytelling is everywhere. I mean, it's it's uh, it's one of the first things that we that we gravitate to as children. I mean, when we are growing up, we like listening to stories. And as we grow older, what we don't realize is that uh, stories are being told to us every every day. Yeah. And either you can be the storyteller or you can be the listener. And especially in marketing and all, what they're doing is they're telling large stories over a period of time. And uh, uh, somebody who's perceptive enough, somebody who's smart enough will understand these stories and try to make use of them uh, on their own. Uh, just to give you an example, you know, when you when you think of a brand like um, 
Harley Davidson. So the first thing that comes to your mind is rebel, right? And this starts from this starts from the very early uh, stages when Marlon Brando made Rebel Without a Cause, and he is is riding around in a Harley, and then that image of a biker freedom. That's the story that they have been selling for the last 50, 60 years, and uh, people take it. So when you look at the elements of a story, they're very simple. That you have a plot, you have a theme, you have a few characters, and then there is a motion or a progress. There might be slight twists, twists and turns, but uh, when you are doing an oral storytelling, it happens very short. Mm -hmm. But when you are doing something with brand or marketing, it's going to take a larger um, uh, timeline. Chronology will be much larger than that. So most of the brands do that, I guess. So I had a question, like, like as you said, uh, there is this always a storyteller and a listener. Now uh, we always uh, focus more on storyteller, but how important is it to be a listener as well? Because uh, in terms of uh, digital marketing is what I specialize in, right? So in terms of digital marketing, there's a concept of social listening about what people are saying about your competitors. And if that that's bad, that could be an immediate lead for you. So, Absolutely. yeah. So how can listening help in terms of marketing? I mean, uh, if, if a tree falls in the forest and there's nobody to hear it, then did it actually fall? That's, that's an old adage. So you definitely need listeners and especially with digital marketing, you have to have your ear to the ground to, to understand what is going on. What is the chatter that is going on? Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, it, it might be as simple as, uh, you know, somebody, somebody tweeting a, something bad about a competitor, but if you can pick that up, figure out what is happening in that and then go ahead with it, then that critical listening. So in communication, we call it critical listening. We have appreciative listening, critical listening, uh, listening right. for enjoyment. We have multiple um, right. domains like that. But critical listening right there, it works because you are getting the threads. You are understanding, you are going to the people who are creating that chatter. And if you don't, if you miss out on that, then, uh, then, then you are not able to get the customer, uh, you know, customer data. Absolutely. You could have, you could have massive data with you about what the customer wants, right? All that digital data, you can, you can do data analytics. You can dig deep into it. Yes. But something as simple as the the ancient technique of sitting and listening, uh, if if you forget that, then I think uh, it's it's all lost. So yeah, it's it's very important, uh, very crucial for anybody in any kind of. Uh, because what happens is many a times people are just speaking about something. They want to tell each everyone what their life is, what right. they what their story is basically. Right. But they fail to listen, and then that that causes a problem, I guess, because uh, there's there's less number of listeners. Absolutely. I mean, one thing that we have had is that now people are emoting more, and with the with 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 social media, people are really really emoting. So we are putting everything up there for people to see. So when 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 there is a willingness for me to put it out there, I also want to see whether that's being reciprocated or not. Right. So and that's where digital marketers come into play. I mean, uh, the smartest lot to be very honest right now on the face of the earth because. You guys listen to everything, the smallest of answers, yeah, right? And uh, you guys are like that. You pick it up, and which is great because here is a speaker. The listener is also there. It's a good meeting of uh, good minds. Yeah. And then we can again speak about what uh, a person has said already. And yeah, that's an immediate lead. If someone just uh, says about some something, some bad experiences of, with our competitor. I can get an immediate lead that if you have bad experience, join uh, join our course, go for it, and you know 
that's the lead nurturing part later on uh, moving on uh, see there are there are there is a thing like having different types of communication while the while the uh, timeline goes right in earlier days there was kehte na ek respect ke sath bolte the abhi right. there is much more openness formality jo pehle thi wo abhi rahi na rahi can you right. tell me more about that so both communication and language are evolving and they are evolving at a very rapid you know pace one good thing that has happened is uh, you know democratization ho gaya language ka aur english ka bhi so pehle there was a there was a kind of a, you know people like me who used to teach english so we used to keep it with ourselves you know we are script uh, keepers so we will not leave it out hame jo aata hai wahi sahi hai aur hum jo bole waisa hi language unko bolna now with technology social media and youngsters actually taking charge of things it's rapidly moving and in a way it's moving so fast that people like us may not be able to hold on to it anymore which is great so communication is becoming more brief it's becoming more current it's becoming more useful right uh, some one of the classic examples that i give is in class we used to when we used to write letters we yeah. used to you know have this traditional closings of you know i hope that you are at the pink of your exactly, exactly but if you look at today emails are basically conversations yeah. you know you will have a email change with email chain with 16 replies to it so it's no longer stuff yeah. format I mean, yeah. If I if I want to if I want to pitch to someone about a about a blog, let's say, uh, if I want to pitch to someone and if, if that goes very formal, I feel like it's too cliche because I don't want to write that kind of formality. And uh, nowadays, they even the receiver recipient of the mail are not expecting that kind of formality, and that has come that has come into in terms of marketing as well. It has it has evolved. Now every brand. is trying to go with the trend now trend could be anything in terms of language as well and the trend would be anything on social media be it hindi be it english they don't care now all all they want is people to engage and lis- uh, listen to what they say and, uh, and create brand awareness that they have a beautiful marketing strategy and then obviously brand uh, brand awareness can be done through that so yeah it is evolving uh, probably even evolve more in the coming days Also, yeah. Absolutely, Moving on. absolutely. I I do believe that that uh, that works that way. Mm-hmm. It, it it works that way. So, hello. Am I audible? All right. Naman, you just have to tell me if I'm audible. Yes, yes, sir. Absolutely, sir. Moving on. Um, uh, how do you think digital marketing uh, affects today's business? If you have any insights on that, hello. Hello. Yeah, Naman. I think I sort of lost you there. Please okay, let okay. me know if I'm back. Yeah, you're back. You're back, sir. Am I audible, sir? Hello. Yes, Naman. I'm really sorry. I think I lost you there. Uh, uh no issues. No issues. We're back, I guess. Yeah. 
yeah so i was talking about uh, digital marketing revolutionizing uh, the way of uh, marketing uh, and the way it has engaged business what are your thoughts on that i think digital marketing is 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 doing wonderful it's it's though there are there, you know there, there is there is this entire viewpoint uh, which says that you guys are stealing data when i say you guys i just mean the entire this thing but i believe that rather than that data getting to you know going to loss if somebody is making good use of it and i i very well know that that good use is being made because you are able to concentrate and focus on what what kind of a story you want to tell people right uh, you want to tell the rebels that come and buy our uh, product right rather than right. them going around meeting right. uh, around the bush and trying to find that so obviously when that happens digital marketing is doing uh, you know amazing and then th- there was this there was this amazing article that i read in hbr uh, uh, this was by david hay who says that digital transformation is going to happen only if there is shared language so which would mean that if if you consider me as a customer probably you will just treat me like that there yeah. will be a transaction between us whereas if you consider me as a listener or a or, you know or somebody who has a story to sell and you also have a story to sell and that both of us are both of us are interacting then i think uh, according to that particular article it says that uh, digital transformation will be easy digital communication will be easy digital marketing will be easy so uh, change the change change the way that you are looking at uh, they are not customers anymore they are they, they are parties in an interaction and uh, if you can if you can if you can find out what they want and if you have a solution to it that works so they have actually changed the entire you know the pppp model the four p's of the seven p's of marketing they are going out and they come up with something called save s a v e so it's which, which talks about have a story um, you know have an advantage that you can give to your, give to your customer right uh, tell yourself that the customer has some value uh, for you and then do the engagement yes so if you have s a v e it becomes easy for any digital a marketer to you know to get the customer and hold on to them because now you are not looking at the product price promotion place because you are looking at targeting them and engaging them in effectively so yeah. four things of marketing are out and save is now there s a v i think that's 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 a new thing that we need to look for yeah and uh, also i what i recently have started with digital marketing and i joined a, joined a course i enrolled for a course over here and then immediately saurabh sir saw the potential and gave me the job yeah but what i learned about uh, digital marketing is, is the potential it has and uh, to reach massive numbers i mean there's there's there are so many users there were like 76 billion searches on google so right. you you can understand how many the, even if we get a tiniest percentage of even if we reach to them we're getting a massive share and we always see that uh, if you are not doing digital marketing you're missing out on massive chunk of uh, of the customers and leads because see in traditional way of business there are still so certain businesses which are uh, doing uh, practicing traditional way of business right and they are mostly b2b uh but they don't understand they and they are not they think of this as an expense digital marketing can be in a set but they think of this as an expense if you spend regularly on digital marketing you will get great amount of leads and if you can convert them that's the best right and that's right. the ultimate goal so right. digital marketing i guess uh, the potential it has is massive 
it, it is massive so there is this there is a old adage that every every business used to go by and especially campaigns used to go by that if you don't want people to think of a pink elephant don't show them a pink elephant in your campaign they used to say that right that the moment that in advertising or in your campaign in your entire marketing campaign if you've shown them a pink elephant they will start thinking of a pink elephant don't do that which would mean that give the people what they want what they want. digital marketing does something completely different from that hmm. they show the people to the pink elephant and then they tell them that this is what you want exactly you you need this why how are you not thinking about this so you went down looking for an elephant on social media you know just searched for um, an elephant and social digital marketing comes up and says okay you actually wanted a pink elephant because somewhere else i saw your uh, you know footprint digital footprint which says that you like the color pink here is a mix of both why don't you take it so people are talking about it and the potential is it's it's, it's too huge and right now is the correct time to get into it because uh, before the industry saturates itself स्टूडेंट्स फॉर interviews and resumes as well right but when we are in an interview english is has become english particularly this language has become a sign of impression okay. if you are fluent with this you right. there is there's a very great good chance that you might get selected and right. get a good package right. if you are good with public speaking as well you can get good leadership position as well right what right. we have to say about this so that is a in a way it's a very unfortunate truth i mean there are two ways of looking at it either you can fight it to the core and say that okay no i'm not going to go with this flow and you know i'll carve my own niche but that's a uphill battle mm-hmm. or the other way is to embrace it and to figure it out that okay ultimately ultimately english as a language is a product mm-hmm. sells mm-hmm. and if it sells um, how can i utilize it to tell my story that's about it so yes it has become very important Not taking away anything, saying that that is a sign of intelligence. ऐसा नहीं है कि जिसको English आती है वो ही intelligent है. ऐसा नहीं है. But you know, knowing the answer is uh, is the science. Expressing the answer is art. Yes. And this is where language comes in. This is where English comes in, right? So it's a common language. I I really don't understand why we would. A lot of people have this kind of a, a hatred and a phobia for language. and it's not that difficult to capture it's not that difficult to uh, you know uh, better on so the world outside wants it why don't you just deliver it exactly that's, that's, that's the way that i i look at it and uh, you know i i uh, obviously we both met a lot of people and some are poor at english uh, but what should they do should they continue learning english should they develop their acumen in english because according to the corporate or should they just aim for perfection in their work or do both i think both works because see, you really don't need to put in a concentrated effort to learn a language that is something that we we fail to understand uh, probably a lot of us learned language not in a very structured way but we learned it from our environments right so we look we were we were reading comics quite early we were watching english movies quite early we were watching web series even before you know web series became popular yeah same yeah 
no that's how we started and probably once you find the kind of people that you can vibe on um, i remember having you know talked to you and you referring certain web series to me i remember spoof was something that you guys referred to me which i had never seen so when i get introduced to that environment i will start picking it up you focus when you are concentratedly focusing on your work just focus on that become better at that acumen but when it comes to language let it happen naturally right any given day any any youngster would be spending 15 minutes 20 minutes per day watching some web series and 20 minutes something on the lower side right yes why change it into uh, the language of your comfort keep it in english keep the reading subtitles over there and it's proven that probably in 3 4 months your language is going to improve so i think you don't need to focus on learning english per se it's a process just well, uh, i i a lot of people ask me about my english and how it got better it's basic it's it's very simple listen i listen to a lot of songs i listen to i heard a lot of songs i try to grab that accent and speak out the words like they do but then try to speak obviously read a lot it builds your vocabulary so it's not very a big of a rocket science easy It, it's not that difficult, and again, it goes back to the same concept of stories. I mean, when you listen to a song, there's a story being said over there. I mean, other than mumble rap, everything everything has a story, right? So the songs are giving you the story, the web series is giving you a story, a book is giving you a story. No matter how much factual data there is, it is talking about a story, and you are a listener at that point. So once the reception is easy, then the production will also be easy. so when we say speaking and listening listening is the input skill and speaking is the output skill so increase the input the output will happen on its own mm-hmm. moving on uh, corporate corporate and their jobs and communication over there it is for, it has been formalized for years but again what is the need of appropriate communication and mncs per se i would say the appropriacy is even even today the mncs uh, the way that they are working is they are not looking at an extremely extremely polished level of language where you are able to spew out you know as a fat fat vocabulary aata hai they are not looking at that uh, unless and until unless and until you are in an echelon you are you are you know you are at a pedestal where your interaction is with a lot of a uh, lot of people from outside the country they are okay with you having conversational english conversational uh, skills and that i think is very easy to have have so yes when you are writing a mail you need to know where your basics are going you cannot be extremely bad you cannot be extremely bad at pronunciation you know snacks ka snakes nahi ho sakta wo to the bare minimum hai apne ko pata hai right that is definitely there but at the same time we are asking you for a british pronunciation just to give an example we call it we call it mutual intelligibility what mutual intelligibility means is when i speak there might be influences of my mother tongue in what i say right but at the same time if you can understand me that's fine i really don't have a british accent neither an american accent right somewhere in the middle and that kind of mutual intelligibility samne wale ko samajh mein aa gaya bahut hai kaam chal jayega aapka to profile related is more more prevalent in the corporates how what kind of profile you are in and what you you know what what you would want to talk about moving on moving on uh, uh, i i would uh, actually actually like to discuss more about interviews and resumes and how to nail them you've taught us very well that's why i have killed a lot of uh, interviews uh, 
but yeah i've seen people just mess around a bit because their technical knowledge might be good but they are not able to express it or they they are really good at expressing but they don't have the knowledge about it. knowledge correct and what what i've seen the most is when you are asked a question and you don't know the answer you are not supposed to bluff in the air absolutely absolutely you are shooting a shot in the air and you are expecting it to hit the target that's not going to happen no. if you are no so what do you have to say about it i mean that's one of the first things that i you know uh, train students in that don't waffle if you don't know the answer just be honest about it Yeah. But commit to finding the answer at least. Mm. So, I'm sorry, I don't know this, but just give me some time. I'll try to figure it out. I mean, that kind of an honesty needs to be there. The reason being that today we are not knowledge workers. No, we are not like we retain so much of information and that we need to present it. The knowledge is available. Yeah, knowledge is available at one part. My job is application, yes. and how do I apply it at my job? So, knowledge, nahi aaya, question nahi aaya. Don't waffle. Just say that I'm sorry, nahi aata. Mm. I'll find an answer and I'll give it to you. but whereas interviews are concerned i i believe that again it goes back to who you are what do you want why are you here those questions are nothing but part of story you are the character of the story you have had some personal experience in the background which has developed you as a character right yeah. so you know hum log jo bolte hain hindi movies mein 70s mein jo tha ke hero's father uh, is dead mother is poor hero has to survive on his own right this story yeah Uh, that's a story you your character has developed and you are at this turning point in the story where you either get this job or you don't get this job yeah. you get this interview cracked or you don't crack this interview so at that turning point if you are able to convince the other person about your story because you have a listener ready baitha hai wahan pe bol raha hai ki ha bhai mujhe bata ki tune kya kiya jeevan mein if you are able to create that i think everything falls into place Mm-hmm. So you need to do is you need to have your ask ready ask which is attribute skills and knowledge yes, yes, yes. so your ask is what kind of attributes you have uh, which is your strengths which you play on the skills yeah. that you need which you can apply and what kind of knowledge you have which is what your educational background is that that it's it's it comes down to that that's it well uh, and uh, also i've seen the casual dressing <laughs> in interviews and uh, the it, it is not appropriate at all because they are expecting you to be properly de- dressed and then you come in a t-shirt wearing something ridiculous and uh, it it shows what kind of a person you are ultimately reflects your personality and uh, again if you're dressing properly then that will show you that that, that will show them that you are a respectable person and you're taking this seriously but it, what what is kind of t-shirt and jeans and sometimes I, it's torn i i, I think i have i think i have harassed a lot of students on uh, etiquette in grooming i mean including what kind of haircut to have uh, you know clean shaven no stubble um, uh, i have thrown out of students students out of class for not wearing the proper uh, appropriate uh, clothes I was witnessing that. <laughs> <laughs> you you been witness to that, but I always say this. See, I am also a kind of an offbeat uh, personality. I I'm not trying to praise myself. I don't fit into the general frame of things, right? But what I understand is, you need to at least be part of the system. Mm-hmm. You can be in the system and then change it at a overall. Uh, yeah. But if you if you have this rebel without a cause kind of an attitude, I don't care for anybody kind of an attitude. When you come for an interview, it it really doesn't gel. If you like the profile, if you want that job, if you if you if you really desire to be a part of that, 
align yourself with that once you align and you go there you can make those small little changes that you want but staying outside and saying that okay these are the norms i will never uh, never ascribe to them you know uh, you can't always be in uh, in teenage rebellion that does that does really work right that so make sense it doesn't make sense it is quite immaturish better to align yourself with what the corporates expect or what the interviewer is expecting without letting go of your own personality right um, nobody is asking you to uh, you know lie from what you are doing but uh, align yourself at least in the clothing and this shows a lot of discipline there and then uh, go ahead and change the whatever minor changes you yeah, want to you can do that always that can and uh, moving on uh, resumes now uh, i've seen uh, I, i've made a properly you know thoughtful resume actually and because of that i had an offer at a great company but i chose not to go there because there was just one activity which i had to do uh, i have seen resumes and they they been asking me how to build a resume proper resume can you discuss upon the elements of resume because in modern times it's, it's not just words right there are some graphics included there there is a there is a picture as well Correct. there is a lot of elements include included what are the elements that one should definitely have so again a resume from being a document uh, has gone on to visual storytelling yeah so when you have all your graphics there when you have your you know images there for for work you are not just writing work experience you will just have a small graphic which shows a small little briefcase and that's exactly. about it right and then things are mentioned over here so it it becomes more easy for the, the for the person who's reading it to scan through it but i i believe that as far as to have uh, to mandatory things in your resume i would always say go with what uh, you know what format is required for freshers we generally go just go for the chronological format where everything is according to timeline because unfortunately the freshers don't have much experience yes, yes, to be done. people who have done a lot of internships or have worked on multiple projects we ask them to go for functional resumes where you are showing uh, the kind of roles and responsibilities that you have taken so must have definitely a career objective needs to be there and that is something that people ignore you can't have your career objective at you know 10 years into the industry it needs to come right away for that you need to really know yourself what yeah, you absolutely. think where you uh, want to be other than that nothing can help in this case absolutely people what i have seen uh, in colleges also when we ask for a resume they know you just copy from the internet and bring it mm. uh, the guy would have taken marketing as a specialization and he is coming with a career objective which is very clearly sales mm. uh, i mean or which which is about logistics and there is this question as to how this aligns so getting to know yourself where do you visualize yourself 10 years down the line where do your skills and um, these things become parallel uh that needs to be there your educational qualification has to be highlighted yes, yes. but you know you highlight only the parts that are interesting mm. uh, and and uh, one thing that i always tell my students is that you know mention your failures also uh that's yes, a good book uh so if you have scored less in some exam and that's a it's a very common uh thing that i tell my students that if you have scored in very low in some exam i ask them to keep it there mm-hmm. the the brilliance of that particular thing is that um, if the rest of the resume is great and then you have that one thing which is slightly um, negative uh, an interviewer will pick it up and the interviewer will try to grill you on that and that's where you talk about your success story so that might have been a revelation you will say that sir i scored less in that 
uh, in that particular exam and that's when i realized that my aptitude did not lie in this area yeah. so that was a wake up call for me and then i you know realigned my yeah, yeah. and it also shows some part of honesty some that's absolutely 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 it shows honesty saying that okay this is what i am and this is how it's here uh, you can decide on what you want to do with me so yeah, yeah mentioning that is a interesting work also uh, i think the tiny details that you put into a resume like there are there, there are, nowadays there are bars there are uh, ratings right. of right. Uh, your your knowability with the softwares right tools. right so right. if you add those as well with all these tiny details like what you have done all these years what your hobbies are are right. also very interesting for the uh employers to pick it up right. because uh, they it ultimately tells them who you are and uh, this this might make an an interesting topic for you that if you know if you are passionate about this even the employer could be passionate about yeah. this so that's that's i mean to give you a personal exp, uh, exp, um, you know example i'm in one of my resumes so i have a very professional one which i use and there's another one which is just visuals that's it in there in my hobbies i have clearly shown a you know i've shown an oni mask uh, japanese oni mask okay. of this thing and underneath i've just mentioned tattoos now those who know me know that i am heavily tattooed and i've just mentioned it over there uh, right next to right next to uh, books so this is an amazing contrast for people to see so they when they will ask me okay you mentioned tattoos over there what is happening like you have one or two and then i tell them no that's not the case right <laughs> extremely heavily tattooed i mean one and a half arm is gone into that so then they what i've seen is good interviewers will get into a discussion to figure out what it is yeah so again they would why why do you want to do this what does it mean and obviously because i know myself and why i have done this i'm able to justify that and that takes us a, a long way into the relational development yeah. so yes mentioning the skills and things in a visual way goes back to storytelling you are the character they are asking you they are the listener they are asking you just tell us so i had a similar experience while giving an interview i am too passionate about formula 1 and one of the interviewers also had the same idea and we then started discussing about This, there was a recent uh, uh, battle between Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen, that right. two, two uh, champions and seven-time world champions. Right. So uh, we started discussing about it, how the race went, what were the moments. So it can be a turning point, uh, and it can be a game changer. It, it might even give you a good impression, give an give your employer the good impression. Well, they are looking. They are looking at human beings. See, and and when you just put in your your qualifications and all those things, you are reducing yourself to a nameless automaton, saying mm-hmm. that I'm just another candidate, right? But when you put in these elements, you know, you're showing your human side. And uh, I mean, if it resonates with them, they will engage with you. And and that that is a game changer, as you rightly said. Yeah. Um, Moving on to the last topic, uh, which I really wanted to discuss because a lot of people who come in here are trying to get their career second shot, to get right. get the new beginning. They have right. made a big pause in their career, right. but they are right. giving it a second shot. But many a times they 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 are not very in the best mental place. Right. They are low. They are depressed. That, so how to change that? How to get out of snap out of it i think i think deep diving is the only way and there will be moments when you are stuck um, you know i've heard a lot of students 
and gone through it personally where you feel that you have hit a brick wall and you have no idea where this is going right but the best part about this is that if you deep dive into something right if you make that that this is the only thing that matters to me right now whether you are going to apply it and make money out of it or it's going to fulfill um, into something or not you never know but if you deep dive into that that will have some benefit some place right just to give an example when steve jobs in his commencement speech has gone on to say that he attended a typography class okay after you know while he dropped out of his own uh, courses he attended a typography class which showed him how fonts should be and he said that design aspect that was there with him helped him while he was creating the map and the kind of faces that it should have now what you what you need to hear is this person knows very well that this is not what he is going to do in life but he is deep diving at that point at that right. point i think for me from communication english to management was a deep dive so i went into management trying to figure out what it is because it is going to give me a livelihood any time and i'm not i don't know whether i'm applying it or not but i got into marketing consumer behavior brand this and obviously it was therapeutic it is it is, it is extremely therapeutic to read on that and then come out so i think especially for students commit to cause jump into it and in a matter of time you will realize that you what you were kicking yourself about you know i made a bad decision things are not happening for me probably i'm dumb these are the these are the questions that come to yeah yeah yes go out they go out but i i uh, i always suggest them to keep themselves busy yeah doing something interesting which they have a good brain about and always i am being a music guy i always ask them to listen to specific type of music which will ultimately help you to relate to it and listen to lyrics very carefully right that is right. again a story like you said uh, it will definitely help music is music i think is go to for all of us right yes. our our um, you know our uh, our entire uh, vibing on uh, rock music Uh, for a lot of us, that brought us together as a community. So I think, yeah, music is a very warm, so wonderful, wonderful suggestion to give. Probably something that I should capitalize on. Telling students to go ahead. Yes, like really bad times when we would play Imagine Dragons, we would all be like, okay, now this is great. Yes, we had we had a lot of fun in college too. I still miss those days uh, where uh, we performed and uh, everyone was just dancing around. Absolutely. Doing some garba, doing some 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 sort of dance they're doing. Everything is doing, right? Everything is happening together. No, no boundaries there. You know, yeah. playing at one side, Bollywood going into garba. Yes, yes, yes. That's a that's that's. Well, we will end this talk uh, now. Uh, I would uh, humbly thank you for coming onto this talk and giving your insights about whatever the questions I've asked. I guess this will definitely uh, help a lot of students and as well as our listeners. Uh, is there something that you want to say on the closure um, nothing much i i i do believe in uh, you know leaving people or listeners by telling them that see at the very beginning you know there a huge introduction of mine was read out it is nothing fascinating it's just that i have decided i'm not going to stop learning not just because it is a it is a need for me i think it is an engagement an active engagement uh, the day that we decide okay this is it this is where i'm going to stop learning and my i have reached the epitome of greatness and success we are done for if we keep doing this again and again and i think uh, 
opportunities are there now you really don't need to go to a place and learn yes yes multiple places and you keep improving on that and talking to great people i think that's that's what something that i would leave everyone that continue learning yeah yeah uh, so yeah this is uh, this is where we will end up in this session and we will probably come up with much more much more podcast more and more podcast with you uh, you are watching the brand with a talk show is dream break